0: Humanity is facing the danger of the rise of digital dictatorships that will monitor everyone all the time. According to the World Economic Forum, the government can hack humans, but it requires a lot of data tracking and even chip implants. Have you been hacked by the government yet? Let's talk about it. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Segal here with Doug Norvell. We are taking your calls. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Have you been hacked by the government yet? We're going to talk a little bit more about what that means and what that means to the elites, uh, people like uh, the folks with the World Economic Forum and more. Before we do that, I do want to remind you that we have now launched our newest video. It's called The Future According to Bible Prophecy. Um, In it, we talk about a number of things that are coming and how the elites don't want you to know about this timeline that God has given us that lead us up to the end of the age and the second coming of Jesus Christ. But we're exposing it all. We're making sure that you're able to be aware of it You can identify where we're at on that timeline and how you can be engaged in God's kingdom in this world. We think everybody should watch the future according to Bible prophecy, so this month only we've made it available for a donation of any amount. Now, it is brand new. We're not going to ship it today because it's not even here yet. It ships next month uh, in May, early May it should ship, maybe even May 1st or before, but um, you'll have to do the pre-order to find that out. Go to endtime.com slash future or give us a call at 800-END-TIME. Again, it's free with a donation of any amount. Some people have given $1,000. Some people have given $5. We just ask that you ask the Spirit to lead you. Give whatever you feel is appropriate and we'll send it to you next month. So, endtime.com slash future or call us 800-END-TIME. We'll be happy to do it. If you want to mail in a check or a money order, that's also uh, an option for you. You'll have to go to time.com slash contact to get our address for that because I don't know it off the top of my head, Doug, our, our P.O. box, but that's don't okay. Either. Maybe they'll flash it on the screen. I don't know if it's available for that either, but nonetheless. Um, have you been hacked by the government
1: yet? Not yet, I don't think. Are um, you sure? I'm pretty sure I
0: haven't. Are you on social media?
1: I am on social media, and that is one of the concerns there because they are uh, definitely collecting data. Yes, so. they are. Uh, you know, one of the things about that video, just before we move into this, I, I do want to say this about that video because For the future, yeah, the future. Um, it's it's great that you have something like that to kind of give you uh, a timeline there, because Dave does a great timeline in that in that video. But with all the things that are happening like today, just sitting in my office when we were doing the pre show and going over everything today, there's so many different things we could have talked about today because so much is happening. And uh, so a video like that is that's worth its weight in gold right there, I think, because of the fact that you've got something that gives you a timeline that you can help put these events in in an order there where you can kind of go, okay, well, this is happening and this is happening. Uh, So anyway, I just want to throw that out there because what we're doing the program over today was uh, one of those things where I had to make a choice today. Okay, what are we going to do? And this seemed like a, a pretty good story. Uh, and I, there's some things that we're going to show in some videos today that I just really think people need to understand exactly what they're talking about and exactly what they're doing. Well,
0: one thing I like about that video, Doug, is it does allow us to see the things that are coming, but it also allows us to see the things that aren't coming. Yeah. That are not going to come. Yeah. And so, (coughs) excuse me. So when, when things arise, Um, that cause fear when pandemics come, when warnings of pandemics come, when warnings of uh, digital hacking come, and on and on and on, we can look at these things and go, we may be impacted by it to some regard. We're not saying things aren't real. We're not saying these aren't things that you should be wise about how you navigate the scenarios. But we are saying When we read the Bible, this isn't something that you have to be losing sleep over. right? And so that's one of my favorite things about what End Time does is, you know, because I've been around a lot of prophecy stuff. I grew up watching, you know, that one series that we probably aren't allowed to talk about here. But uh, Left, I'm kidding. We can talk about Left Behind. Grew up watching Left Behind. And so, you know, I'd go to sleep at night even though I'm around End Time thinking this could be it. Or am I going to come out to find somebody's clothes folded up neatly there? (laughs) And uh, (coughs) excuse me, I'm dealing with allergies and construction junk from my house. And so um, I've got all the things going on. But um, nonetheless, I grew up nervous about some things that were coming. And uh, one thing I love about what end time does is that we shine light on stuff and say, you don't have to be scared. You don't have to be freaking out. And um doing all those things to prepare so excuse me Doug go ahead (laughs) <laughs> so one of the
1: things about today's topic that makes it important is we know that Revelation 13 tells us that there's going to be a mark of the beast. And so the things that we're going to be discussing today that are in this article that are in the video clips that we're going to be showing are moving us closer to that. The whole data collecting that uh, Vince is talking about and what they can do with that, how they can weaponize that and use it against people. That's something that seems to correlate with Revelation chapter 13. And so we know from the Bible that there's going to be a second beast uh, other than the Antichrist. It's going to be his partner, the false prophet. And that second beast is going to cause everyone to worship the beast or the Antichrist and even take the mark of the beast that is the number of a man's name. And so uh, we, we have scripture that tells us that. But Uh, that's why this correlates so well with what's going on today. And it's one of those things that when you see a story like this and you see that this is the World Economic Forum that is saying these things, so it's the world government basically that we're talking about here and their economic forum. They have meetings uh, throughout the year where they come together and they discuss things that they're going to set up in the future and how those things are going to affect people. And right now, as we've said before, they're saying the quiet parts out loud. And so that's what a lot of what we're going to talk about here shortly after the break. When we come back, we'll get into this more and show you uh, some of the things that they're saying straight from their own mouths. And so um, interesting show today. There's a ton of things going on, things happening in Jerusalem things happening in Ukraine, things happening in the U.N., and we'll get to some of those things later on this week, but I felt like this was pretty important, and we needed to talk about this today.
0: Well, it's important because there is a mark of the beast that is coming. Yeah. We don't have to be scared about it, but we do want to know about it and know what people that are in the spotlight or in our country and world are saying about it. So we're going to dive into that after the break. We are going to take your calls. The number to join us is 877-IN-TIME, 363 846 right now there are tens of thousands of jewish immigrants stranded in ukraine as russia invades city after city with no regard for human life three thousand jews are ready to return to israel today The need for evacuation, shelter, flights, and emergency housing. Nearly $10 million. The Jews in Ukraine need your help. If half of you gave just $250 toward this need, it would be met in full today. Please consider giving to help Jews safely escape Ukraine. To give or learn more, go to endtime.com Ukraine or call 800-END-TIME. That's ntimecom slash Ukraine or
2: 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Tegall here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-363-8463. We'd love for you to join us today. Um, the question that we're posing, I guess, is twofold. Can the government hack humans? And have you already been hacked? Yeah. And so let's look into see what that is about. Do you want to hit the scripture first with Mark of, about the mark of the beast? you want to straighten the story? How do you want to do this, Doug?
1: Well, let's go ahead and read that scripture just because there may be some people that are joining us today that don't know anything about the mark of the beast and right. that will help them out.
0: It's found in um, the 13th chapter of the book of Revelation. It's the last book of the Bible. It's at the bottom of what you scroll on on your Bible app. All the way there. Revelation, starting in verse 11. And I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon, and he exerciseth all the power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image to the beast, which had the wound by a sword and did live, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's a lot of information in just a few verses there. I know that's a lot of, of reading that Vince did there, but we wanted you to understand exactly what the scripture's talking about. And so... I'll break it down a little bit and give Vince a rest before we get into the article. But when you look at this second uh, beast that rises up, he has two horns like a lamb. And we know that Jesus Christ is the Lamb of God. So we believe that this person will be the religious leader in this end-time world government. And the reason why he looks like a lamb is he's going to represent like Jesus Christ, but it says that he will speak as the dragon. So even though he looks gentle like a lamb, he'll speak like the dragon. It also says that he exercised all the power of the first beast. We know from Revelation 13 uh, verse 3 that the power that's given to the beast is... um, given by the dragon. He gives him his power, his seat, and his great authority. So we know that from verse 1, 2, and 3 there in Revelation when it's talking about that world government. Well, this particular person will act with the same power. He'll have that same power that's given to him by Satan. And it says that he'll cause everybody to worship. That's how we know this will be a religious leader because we're talking about worship here. He's going to make people worship the one world government, and the Antichrist. And it says um, that he even can do miracles. He'll bring fire down from heaven in the sight of man. He'll deceive everybody by these powers that he's been given to do by the devil. And then it says that he causes them all to worship. And if you don't worship, it says that you should be killed. Well, we know that is scriptural also because we see in the scriptures before in thirteen five through 8... There that it tells us that uh, those who will not worship the beast uh, will go into captivity or they'll be killed by the sword. And we know in Revelation chapter 20 uh, that John sees the souls of those who would not take the mark of the beast or worship the beast. And they had been beheaded because of their testimony of Jesus Christ and their refusal to worship the beast. So all that is is embedded in this scripture we just read. So this is a very serious situation that's coming up on the world during the tribulation. This will not happen, Vince. We probably need to let them know that it can't happen really until the Antichrist is revealed. We know that that doesn't happen until we're in that final seven-year period halfway through the Antichrist will stand in a rebuilt Jewish temple, and he'll declare himself to be God and to be worshipped as God That's second Thessalonians chapter two verse one through four there that talks about that It also tells us in daniel uh, nine twenty seven in daniel eleven thirty one and thirty six so you have other scriptures that back this up and let us know that at the abomination of desolation when the Antichrist stands in that temple proclaiming to be God that that's when this starting point of the Great Tribulation happens. It tells us that in Matthew 24, uh, verse 15 through 21. And so once that happens, somewhere within that final three and a half year period, we're going to have the mark of the beast and it's going to be instated then. So if you don't take it, you will not be able to participate in the economical uh, one world government and you will not be able to uh, buy, sell, or trade. You won't, uh, some of you will be arrested. Some people will be killed because they refuse to worship the beast or take the mark of the beast. Now, that's kind of a, a short story flying very fast there before we get into the article.
0: Will people just obey and comply?
1: I think most people will, but not everybody will, because we see in Revelation 20, 4 through six there that people lose their lives. You know, I would because just think that if they do this, not comply,
0: I mean, is the Antichrist going to look like the devil, or you know? Because I think, man, if we get this devilish-looking person telling us what to do, nobody's going to believe that. Right. No, nobody's going to follow that.
1: Yeah. Well, the Bible tells us that he'll he'll be pretty popular. That he's going to come in on a peaceful platform. Uh, And it'll be sometime after a world event like World War III happens. That's why we believe the war happens first, then the peace treaty, because that will be the perfect entrance ramp for the Antichrist to come in on, a platform of peace, pushing peace after one-third of mankind's been killed in a war. And so he'll be somebody that people are um, attracted to. He'll be charismatic. He'll say the right things. He'll... uh, Probably look the part, you know. He'll he'll probably be very appealing to people because he's going to uh, be able to persuade people to follow him and follow his ideas. We've seen it before with with even a Hitler. There were tons of people that followed Hitler, you know, into uh, persecuting the Jewish people. He came in and he was a great speaker. He's very char- charismatic. I wouldn't say Hitler was a great-looking guy, but, you know, there were people that were attracted to his speech. They were attracted to his demeanor, and they followed Hitler. So we could see that happening again.
0: I would just think that if the big government, the elites, or whoever ends up, you know, whoever we could put in there, even the United States government, if they said, everyone must do this, like, in America, we're not going to comply. Well, we've seen... We don't do that uh, we, here,
1: do we? We've seen a, I, I believe, part of a uh, experimental situation there, Vince, that uh, I think we've seen that happen already. Oh. We've seen the government say, you must do this, you must comply, you cannot do this if you don't do this, and we've seen people flock
0: to it. And so... Um, now, but, but that's been in the name of uh, safety. And science. And science, and if you don't, if you, if you uh, love your grandparents, you'll do this and things right. like that. But you think about when one-third of the world's population has been destroyed in war,
1: and then they say, we want to usher in peace and to be part of our peace initiative, part of this one-world government that we're pushing this new peace plan, you'll have to do this to comply. There won't only be people rushing to get the mark, Vince, but there'll be people that will be willing to turn in their neighbors because they say, I'm not taking
0: it. And that's happened, too. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I, I think we've kind of seen it. We've talked about this in correlation to the Mark of the Beast and what's mm-hmm. coming. Yeah. You know, a lot of people wonder, is this shot the Mark of the Beast? And we've talked about that a lot and said it's not. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think... I think it one maybe three years ago we thought we don't see how anyone in the United States, especially in many places in the world, would comply and do all these things. But now, right. when we've seen what has occurred and how quickly people shifted and got became evangelists, that uh, you know, mm-hmm. I know for me personally, I've I've been nearly attacked in the grocery store mm-hmm. uh, in the early days of of what we went through for uh, not complying right and uh approached and and verbally assaulted yeah um and and told that I should be a better example to my children and so um i don't know why i'm talking about that now <laughs> but nonetheless we yeah. can see now how easily this could occur right and so when i start thinking about the mark of the beast and what how it might be packaged and marketed and distributed and Mm -hmm. how you know facebook's going to have a a profile sticker that says i got my it's not going to say mark of the beast i wouldn't imagine i wouldn't think but yeah i got my whatever yeah and you should too and you know if you love your kids you'll do this i got my chip or whatever Uh, it's going to be interesting it'll be interesting well this story talks about Hacking humans, Doug, which sounds super weird. And by hacking humans, we're talking our brains. Not like my computer got hacked or my Facebook account got hacked. My physical body, brain has been hacked.
1: Yeah. And we've talked about this in a sense before. I mean, every time that we do a program on the... uh, the transhumanism and things like that. I think we gain a little bit more knowledge, and that's why we try to bring it back to the table because they're pushing this, Vince. It's not science fiction anymore. They're pushing this, and, and they want to control you. So it's going to be very interesting, and this article actually gives you some pretty good perspectives of what their plans are.
0: Well, let's take a look. Just uh, The article is from The Sociable, um, It says, just as the so-called Fourth Industrial Revolution is merging our physical, digital, and biological identities, the World Economic Forum and World Trade Organization are looking to bring digital identity to physical objects, digital products, and biological beings. Quote, any package, pallet, or container can now be equipped with a sensor, transmitter, or radio frequency identification or RFID tag that allows a company to track where it is as it moves through the supply chain, how it's performing, how it's being used, and so on. That's been the case for a while. This isn't new. Uh, In the near future, similar monitoring systems will also be applied to the movement and tracking of people, Klaus Schwab says in his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution. On April twelfth, twenty twenty-two, the WTO and the WEF published a report, quote, encouraging the development of a global certification framework. There we go. I got my, I got my global certification framework, and you should too, uh, for digital identity systems of persons and objects, both physical and digital. According to the report, the promise of trade tech policy approaches to harness trade, digitalization. Before you go on there,
1: I want to stop just for a second because it talks about how you can monitor uh, and track product, but then it says that they're going to be able to do the same thing. I know everybody that listens to this program has probably in the past heard Pastor Baxter, heard Dave, heard Vince and I talk about uh, the... uh, The ID that we have here in Texas, and most of the other states have it too, Uh, and without this ID, you can't go in a federal building. You can't travel. Uh, You have to have it. It has a little gold star implanted on the top of your license, your driver's license, and it's a smart ID. That's what it's called. So now they can track that. So they've been doing this for a while now, and especially uh, if anybody's familiar with the Dallas area, we have what you call DART. And the dart rail has a system put in place that when you're on that dart rail, your ID is read as you go under readers that are along that train track. Uh, And the same thing could be said for like our toll booths and things like that. You're being tracked and it's been going on for a long time. But they're talking about now being able to kind of zero in on it and control even your thoughts, and your thinking through what they're wanting to process next. I I didn't
0: mean to interrupt. I just wanted to make sure everybody's following what Klaus Schwab is saying there. Absolutely. He goes on to say, end-to-end trade digitalization requires a global approach to digital identities of natural and legal persons as well as physical and digital objects sending or receiving electronic information to avoid creating digital identity silos While the report is concerned with digital identity as it relates to digitalizing global trade systems, the seed has been planted to normalize the idea of treating people like products to be tracked, traced, and monitored for compliance with certain standards. Just as RFID chips, IoT devices, and other sensing technology track and trace products through their life cycles, the same can be said about tracking humans humans, through their own life cycles integrating multiple identities and attributes from different sources about a given product can improve traceability it is the dystopian scenario we the people become they the product for those who control the data and set the pol- policies and in the future where all products will have become services the devaluation from people to products to services will be complete they the product as a service and we've got a video that we want to show everyone but it's going to come after this break so don't go anywhere share with your friends tell them to tune in and give us a call the number to join us is 877-363-8463
3: whether it's a global pandemic threat of war or floundering economies end time events are happening around the world every day
0: Welcome back to Into the Age. We have open lines at 877 N time 877-363-8463. Today we're talking about, can the government hack humans? I think people have been asking a question like this for a very long time. And um, there's some statements that are being made and some evidence coming out that uh, make the case that this does seem possible. So I guess the question would be, have you been hacked by the government yet? Because it's coming. They they want to hack us, hacking our brains, uh, whether it be the government or just people who want control. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an interesting thing to consider. And we're talking specifically about this article that's coming out and um, specifically quoting from the World Economic Forum yeah. of what's coming.
1: What their plans are.
0: What, what's already happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: And so there's a video, Doug. I don't know how quick you want to get into it, but maybe, I don't know. What are we about to watch or hear?
1: Well, we're going to watch Noah Harari, who is a professor. Uh, he is Jewish, and he is an advisor to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. You, Which you've means seen he's an even...
0: advisor to world leaders from every country, Absolutely,
1: basically. yeah. And so this video sets it up a little bit for those... Of you who may not be familiar with him. Most people are because we've had him uh, a couple of videos of, of uh, Noah on here and what he's been saying. But uh, just want to show you this video because we want you to hear it from his mouth and, and then we'll talk about it as we get back into
4: the article. Just as God in the Bible designs and creates animals and plants and humans according to His wishes, now we are learning how to design and create life.
5: Yuval Harari thinks big for a living. Not so long ago, he was an obscure history professor, but his 2014 book, Sapiens, changed all that. He explored the past, cramming 150,000 years of human history into 400 pages. Authority will shift. Transforming himself into a literary phenomenon.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome once again, Yuval Noah
5: Harari name-dropped by the likes of Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, and Barack Obama. The other book that I really enjoyed, a book by an Israeli author, Yuval Harari. His follow-up book, Homo Deus tackled the future, elevating Harari to a sort of digital visionary. <laughs> now he's back with his take on the present day. His new book, 21 Lessons for the 21st Century, explores the influence of algorithms on our everyday lives. How artificial intelligence will affect and maybe even replace us.
4: We don't have any answer in the Bible what to do when humans are no longer useful to the economy. You need completely new ideologies, completely new religions, and they are likely to emerge from Silicon Valley or from Bangalore and not from uh, uh, the Middle East. And they are likely to, pro- to give people visions based on technology. Everything that the old religions promised, uh, happiness and justice and even eternal life, but here on Earth with the help of technology and not after death, with the help of some supernatural being. What are humans for? As far as we know, for nothing. I mean, there is, <laughs> there is no great cosmic drama, some great cosmic plan, that we have a role to play in it. Uh, and we just need to discover what our role is, and then play it to the best of our ability. Uh, this has been the story of all religions and ideologies and so forth, but as a scientist, the best I can say, this is not true. There is no universal drama with a role in it for homo sapiens. If you repeat a lie often enough, people will think it's the truth, and the bigger the lie, the better. Mm. Because uh, people won't even think that, oh, something so big Can can be a lie. And, um, and I think that fake news have been with us for thousands of years. Um, just think of the Bible. But, there's, but, but there is. A, there is a... So,
1: fake news, the Bible. Mm-hmm. He said some things in there, Vince, that uh, go along with with Scripture, because we know that not only will there be a one world government and its economical system, but there'll be a one world religion. And he talked a little bit about that religion coming from Silicon Valley, not from the Middle East. He also talked about the Bible as if it was a big lie, as if it was a fable, and saying that if you repeat a lie enough times, it becomes the truth, as if that's what our religion is, talking about how people play no role, that he couldn't figure out what we were good for, but... Remember, the God of the universe tells us that he created us in his own image. And what we're for is to praise God and give praise to God and to worship the one God of the Bible. And, and so he's, what he's doing now is he's putting in all this scientific belief into things. Remember, you've got to follow the science. And that's what I believe that one world uh, religion will begin to look like it'll begin to look like we're gods. You heard what he said there that we can have the promise of eternal life but not in the afterlife right here on earth. Well, how are they going to do that? And that's what I believe this article is also talking about how they're going to uh promise you eternal life here on this planet.
0: And if you think what we've been talking about thus far is crazy and what you just watched is crazy, wait, there's more. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> Also, hit the share button, hit the heart icon, help us get the word out about this message that's coming. And so uh, it'll help us out a lot. And uh, we think that everybody needs to hear about this because it's real, Doug. This is what we're talking, this is what the world is talking about. Absolutely. Um, it's what's coming to your college campus. It's what's coming to your work. It's what is already at your work and college campus and school In many cases, um, there's just a little bit more to go before they start implanting chips. And they've done that already in some cases. Yeah, absolutely. And, you
1: know, one of the things also that uh, where he's talking about, he's not talking about um, anything other than control. I mean, he's talking about the government being able to control you through what this technology is and the technology that they're talking about that man when he opens his mouth it's almost like you can hear the devil coming out of it it's just and he's got people laughing and believing in what he's talking about it's 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 a kind of frightening thing if you didn't know what we know and didn't know how the book ends you know people would have a reason to be afraid
0: Well, he goes on to say that humanity is facing the danger of the rise of digital dictatorships that will monitor everyone all the time. He spoke about this in uh, 2020. He said, This danger can be stated in the form of a simple equation, which I think might be the defining equation of life in the 21st century. B times C times D equals A-H-H, which means biological knowledge multiplied by... Computing power multiplied by data equals the ability to hack humans. To hack human beings, you need a lot of biological knowledge, a lot of computing power, and especially a lot of data. If you have enough data about me and enough computing power and biological knowledge, you can hack my body, my brain, my life. You can reach a point where you know me better than I know myself. Are we at the point where Uh, He or Facebook or the government or whoever can systemically hack millions of people, meaning they know about my medical condition, about my personal weaknesses, about my life history, he asked. Once you reach that point, the implication is that they can predict and manipulate my decisions better than me. Predicting and manipulating human behavior requires constant surveillance, data collection, and tracking in real time all the hallmarks of digital identity schemes the fourth industrial revolution the fourth industrial revolution and the great reset while the wef and the wto separate digital identity of natural and legal persons from digital identity of physical and digital objects in their trade tech report the so-called fourth industrial revolution will make no such distinction digital identity will likely be used by public and private service providers to track and trace our every movement and interaction in real time as if we were products to be made into services because that's what we are, Doug. Mm-hmm. In many cases, they say if, if the service is free, mm-hmm. Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, yeah. Twitter, etc., if the service is free, you're the product, and yeah. that's what we've become. Yeah. Uh, remember, Klaus Schwab wrote back in 2017 that just about anything could be equipped with a sensor, transmitter, or RFID chip, and that similar monitoring systems will also be applied to the movement and tracking of people. What Schwab described was a technocratic system of surveillance and control similar to the Chinese Communist Party's system of social credit that doles out rewards and punishments based on an individual's compliance to authoritarian decrees such as the case with vaccine passports which serve as a form of digital identity According to the WEF, digital identity allows governments and corporations to have total visibility and traceability over people and things, both physical and digital, while determining which products, services, and information we will be able to access. Can you believe how quickly this stuff is happening, Doug?
1: No, I, I really can't, Vince. And, you know, I mean, while we're sitting there and you're reading that and I'm thinking about, he talked about you would have to have the technology to be able to do this, computer technology. And here we are in a time where we're we're talking about the worldwide web. And when I think of a web, and I think of what a spider does with a web, he builds this big net, this big web, and catches a fly in it. And then he goes down, and while the fly's stuck in the goo, he you know, spins him up in his web and ends up sucking his life out of him. And that's kind of what... This reminds me of, as they're talking about it, we've been giving them the ammunition to set this up since the World Wide Web's been out there. They've been monitoring our searches. They monitor even our our uh, speech when we're having conversations. I mean, how many people have said something in a conversation and then the next thing you know, there's an ad for it on Facebook. He's The article says that they can manipulate us right now with our thinking Because that's how they do it. I mean, you know, you're talking to somebody about ice cream, and the next thing you know, you're going to get a Brahms ad on your Facebook,
0: you know. You're just giving everybody Brahms ads. I know. Everybody's going to get that now.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, it it is a time where we've done that. You think about the aging things, the the apps where you take a picture of yourself, and then you do an aging thing that ages you 10 years from now. Well, now they know what you're going to look like 10 years from now because you gave them a perfect picture And you posted for it, and now they've got an algorithm that shows them what you'll look like then. And so it's just, it's bizarre and it's crazy when you think about it. It sounds like something from a sci-fi movie, but here we are living in this time. So it's interesting.
0: Well, there's going to be another video, but we don't have time to get into it before the break comes. Um, So stay tuned. We'll play it right out of the break. Then we'll start getting to your calls uh, we're going to devote as much as we can to the to the final segment to you. you those of you who have called in. There are some open lines. You can join us at 877-363-8463. It's 877-END-TIME. So be sure to give us a call. You'll be able to get in if you call right now. Doug, we talked about the future already. We haven't mentioned that we do have a tour that's available. But you can now go to Israel with us. Yeah. Haven't been on tour since 2019. It's now an option. They've lifted the restrictions. So go to endtime.com/tour. You can learn more about what it would take to go to Israel with us. Um, be sure to do that today, or go to endtime.com/future to get our brand new lesson for a donation of any amount this month only. Welcome back to Into the Age. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We've got a second clip we want to show you. Doug, tell us about the clip before I choke again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just another clip. It's a different uh, interview with the same fellow there. We'll, we'll watch it. And what he says, just listen very closely to what he talks about in this video.
4: The key issue is the emerging ability to hack human beings, which was never the case before in history. There is a lot of talk about hacking computers and smartphones and bank accounts, but the really big revolution we are living through is the emerging ability to hack people, to collect enough, if you have enough data on a person, and you have enough computing power, you can hack that person, you can understand them better than they understand themselves, You can know their political views, their sexual preferences, their personality even better than they, and then you can completely manipulate them. And this is something that democracy, or frankly any other human society, never had to deal with before. It was impossible uh, throughout history. And this really undermines our traditional ideas about democracy and open society because democracy assumes free will from individuals that we ultimately nobody can manipulate us beyond a certain point and it's the same with the free economy that you know the customer is always right in the end corporations say customers have free will but once corporations and governments have the ability to hack humans then there is no longer free will First of all, we are seeing an enormous rise in unemployment because of the pandemic. And at the same time, I mean, you could have expected, okay, there'll be a period of large unemployment. Gradually, within a few years, things will return to normal and people will have jobs again. But this this time it's different because at the same moment, you also have a dramatic historical shift in the economy, which is digitalization and automation. So entire industries are being digitalized and automated, something that experts thought would take 10, 20 years and will have a problem in 2040. It's now accelerating that, you know, in my own university, we talked about moving online, digitalizing the university for years and it's done nothing. When the COVID strike, um, we did it in two weeks, just shifted the whole university online. Now there is a new form of imperialism, kind of digital imperialism. To dominate a country today, you don't need to send in the tanks. You just need to take out the data.
1: Huh. <clears throat> so you don't need to send in the tanks to dominate a country. You just need to take out the data. Very interesting. He talked about manipulating people based on what they can gather the information they can gather about you now think about that for a second think about a world leader that has something to hide but they have all the evidence and they can manipulate this guy now they can control him and get him to play ball with whatever they want because now they can manipulate him and use that against them
0: well i don't even think it has to get that detail i think there's mm -hmm. messaging that can be broadcast you know like um there is no laptop. You just throw that out there and say it a million times, and the laptop disappears until it emerges. Right. And the whole world says there is no laptop, and you get flagged and suspended on social media and yeah. shut down and silenced and your bank account canceled and all these things. Yeah. Because you're spreading misinformation. and Like he said, we've had misinformation forever, and he, refer- he said, have you heard of the Bible, basically? Yeah. Um, so they can control these things by just silencing the people that are speaking something that doesn't fit the agenda. Yeah. And then what that does to you and I as consumers of the content, we read over and over again, there is no laptop or whatever it might be. And we start going, Hey, there's no laptop. Yeah. Anyone who believes that is... Ultra-right, pro-Trump, anti-love and acceptance, and (laughs) you hate your grandparents and everybody else. Yeah, absolutely. And so then everyone starts believing that, and they start telling their kids that, and they start telling their neighbors that, and they go, you're not one of those people, are you? No, it's just a red hat. It doesn't say anything on it. It's just a red (laughs) hat. Don't hit me with a stick from behind. Right. Yeah. Sorry, I don't know what to say. No, that's all right. I mean,
1: that's exactly right. That's where... You know, this is all heading. It's it's heading to a place where manipulation and control is exactly what they want. And they're going to make you fall in line. Uh, or, you know, you're going to have to convert or be killed. <laughs> I mean, that's basically the the direction. Well, and and it sounds
0: running. like you're trying to scare people when you say that. Right. But what we know the Bible talks about that. Yeah, the Bible does talk about it. And so it is coming. Mm-hmm. And I think we're, you know... We're going to spirit realms in the church, in in God's kingdom, where we're going to be at a point where we would be willing to do whatever it takes to to share the truth with someone. And so if that means that I'm going to get beaten and thrown in prison and released and told not to do that anymore, do I not do it anymore or do I love the truth so much that it doesn't matter what I have to go through? Right. I'm going to tell her about it. I'm going to tell him about it. I'm going to tell my kids about it. It doesn't matter what. I've got to tell the truth. Right. And so that time is coming. And it feels like we're gearing up to do that more than ever before. Absolutely.
1: And we had examples of it, you know, in the New Testament with the apostles and
0: oh, uh, the disciples. Oh, God wouldn't
1: be his bride. Right. We hear that a lot, don't we? Yeah. But yet, uh, you know, they were martyred. And they were beaten and they were put in chains and
0: stocks and uh, treated unjustly. Of course, we don't believe that it's God beating his bride. Right. That's a whole other conversation that that we don't have to get into. Right. We don't have a lot of time, so let's get to the calls, Doug. Is that okay with you? Absolutely. All right, let's go to Janice in California. Janice, welcome to End of the Age.
7: Thank you. You spoke of the mark of the beast and how it might be packaged and marketed and its timing. And it's likely after the Sixth Trumpet War where a third of the people are killed. And you talked about how that sets the stage for the Antichrist's entrance into the, onto the world stage. Do you think that after the Sixth Trumpet War and, and a third of mankind is killed will be so horrific that a, a revival will occur and that people will, will turn to Christ? What I, I'm thinking of after 9-11... America was attacked, and church attendance increased, and people returned to Christ. What does the Bible say about the great revival and its timing during the end times?
1: Well, it's a great question, Janice, and and yes, we do believe that that revival is coming. We know, here's what we know from the Bible itself. In in Revelation chapter 11, it tells us that the two witnesses are going to begin their uh, ministry at the time of the great tribulation, okay? And their ministry is going to last until they're finally killed. And, uh, and then at the end of all that, at the end of that tribulation time, that's when the Bible tells us, Jesus says in Matthew 24, 29 through 31, that that's when the sun will be dark and the moon won't give us light, the stars will fall, and he'll send his angels together as elect. So here's what we know. When that antichrist is revealed during that uh, final seven-year period, halfway through that, when the abomination of desolation takes place, God's two witnesses are also going to come on the scene and they're going to start their ministry. And there is going to be a time of revival during that time. We know in Revelation chapter 7 that there's going to be 144,000 Jewish people from the 12 tribes of Israel. But there's also going to be a great multitude that John sees in that chapter. And it said that these are those who came out of great tribulation. So it lets us know there will be a revival during that time. And you're you're correct in what you're saying about 9-1, uh, 9-11 and how... After 9-11, we saw the churches packed. We saw people make a move toward God. We believe that that is indeed going to happen in the end times as well, based on what we know from Scripture. Thank you. Yes, ma'am.
0: God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. And, and you know, Doug, we have talked about the peace treaty happening before World War III, which would mean the Antichrist would be revealed before, mm-hmm. which is certainly possible Uh, From a biblical perspective, we don't know which one will happen first. We just feel pretty strongly that that war would have to because of everything we've talked about. Now, we've said it a lot, though, you know, when they start talking about peace and there hasn't been a war yet, it's not like we're going to go, well, this can't be it because the war hasn't happened because we don't know scripturally where they line up. So that's why, you know, there's some people that would, Make accusations against us and how we teach this, but we we're not shy about saying we're not exactly sure which one comes first. We just think it's probably the war. But
1: well, just look at this past weekend and what happened on the Temple Mount. You know, with the Jews trying to go up there for a Passover sacrifice of a lamb, and the Hamas leaders were telling all the Muslims that the Jewish people were going to attack the Al-Aqsa Mosque. So you think about okay, well. If that can happen right now and cause an uproar like it did, I mean, there were, there were a lot of people hurt over the weekend. There were uh, rocks being thrown at Jewish uh, worshipers and all kinds of things happening there. We know that that could spark a war if all of a sudden there was a peace agreement and Israel started building a temple. Sure. It would make most of the Muslims in the world angry about that situation that hate Israel. Yep. So, yeah, it's very likely that could happen, too. We just don't know from Scripture.
0: All right. Let's go to Angie in Pennsylvania. Angie, welcome to End of the Age.
7: Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Absolutely. Yes. Um, I had a question about and um, about the clip that you had showed us. Um, I had got on late with the program, so um, it, did it say that he is from Israel. This gentleman.
1: That's correct.
7: Okay, um, do you think that the Antichrist could possibly be an Israelian?
1: Well, we have a lot of people that believe that. There's there's a lot of folks that think that that's the only way the Jewish people would follow uh, an Antichrist is if he was Jewish. Uh, some people say that's the only way he would be able to be there at the Temple Mount is if he was Jewish. However... Articles like the one Dave shared yesterday on the program, uh, in that article they talked about how the Temple Mount would bring together the three religions that, were, or that are um, Abrahamic religions, the, the Muslims, uh, the Jews, and the Christians. So it would be a place of worship for all is what they're saying once they got a temple built. So it wouldn't necessarily have to be a Jew. He could be, but Scripture doesn't tell us he will be. Uh, okay. And, but he, I mean, he could possibly be.
7: Yeah, I just thought, I thought, well, I seen that real quickly, and I just kind of came in my mind like, huh, well, <laughs> he's saying these types of things, and there he's, um, you know, <laughs> denying God like that. And, yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: well, Vince I, said that would make for a great program. <laughs> is is noah harari the antichrist we may have to visit that one day
7: (laughs) right right yeah he might change his tune to try to trick everyone right yeah okay well thank you i appreciate
0: you thank Thank you for the call angie god bless you all right doug we've got 30 seconds left yeah what do people need to know about what's coming and how they're going to have hope and and peace through all this Well, there's a scripture in Revelation 13 that also says
1: that those who will not worship the beast or his image, that their names are found written in the Lamb's book of life. So the important thing is to get your name in that book
0: by being born again. Wonderful. Well, we have hundreds of hours of content available for free at endtime.com and watch.endtime.com. Go there and check us out. We'll see you tomorrow.
7: This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at one 800 end That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.